0: What's up, everybody? Jeffrey Lyles. You are listening to Lyles Movie Files. All right, so I have a critic buddy, Robert Daniels. He posted on Twitter uh, a couple days ago. Name five perfect films and then have your friends perfect do it film? too. Perfect films. Films that you can think of that are flawless with whatever it is they are trying to do. So it doesn't have to be perfect to the world, but perfect to you. So
1: yeah, Okay.
0: Yeah, so it's basically just like, hey, I love these movies. I can't find any flaw with them. So, for example, Godfather would not be a perfect film to me. And I'm going to explain it to you because in that scene where Sonny goes after Carlo, you can see the air between his fists when he punches Carlo. Uh, And it is like enough that you could drive a truck through. And, And Carlo sells the move. It's like, what are you doing? And that always bothers me, but that is the one thing that always that I always see when I watch that movie. So for that reason, I'm not going to put it on there, on my list. But I will say that it's always one of my favorite films. So, Jason, I know you worked on your list. You want to pull out your paper, give us a little rattle, see what you've been doing?
2: See, that rattle was not me. That was someone else insinuating a rattle. I was safely on mute before rattling took place. Uh-huh. So, there. I'm right, of course. My good name of writing this all down in computers like a normal person should be doing. Okay. What you got? So, uh, I'm going to go with... My first movie is Fast and Furious 6. You suck. <laughs> okay. <laughs> because that is... The Fast and Furious at its most ridiculous, but not unbelievable, and all the characters are cool. It's like Fast Five—you got the two brothers, but they don't do anything. Which Five would be almost there, but yeah, they just have two brothers, and then they have the evil Fast and Furious crew to go against. Which, yeah, that's good. Uh, my second one—I know there's problems with movie, but I love it anyway. It's Goldeneye. I think. What this are the is...
0: problems with Goldeneye?
2: Boys with toys.
0: That's a per. I mean, dude, come
2: on. Exactly. That's why it's on my list. Because okay. even other people might hate it. I love it. It's like some people. Oh, that's cringeworthy. Not so much for me. It makes me laugh every time I hear it. So that's going on. My, that's my list. Uh, the next one is Big Trouble in Little China. <laughs> that movie is action comedy perfected your hero is not bulletproof he's actually a moron but he's cool doing it his his buddy who's trying to who's his buddy is actually the one who's going to get the girl he's actually the one who does all the fighting it's just like it's so just like oh no it's gonna be you know kurt russell doing up no He's going to be the one on the sideline, passed out, while his buddy Wang is literally kicking everybody's tail. It's like, okay, yeah, good job. Uh, see, and I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to try not to be stepping on too, too much of your list, Jeff, because I'm sure they're too
0: No, I, I tried to uh, make my list very different because I thought you would go all over stuff that I would
2: choose. Okay, so the next one is Aliens 2.
0: All right, well, I take that back.
2: See, I, thought, I was trying to like, no, 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 give you enough headroom. Uh, Aliens 2 is a action horror movie that has the comedy elements down, the violence down, and you care about every death in that movie. There is not a throwaway marine, marine number five, that you don't care that he dies. Each one of those marines has their own unique personality. Before they die, and you're like, dang, man, he he was like he was gonna help out little Rip. I mean, little Newt. Damn, I mean, you you like, oh man, he they would have actually been cool if they could have used the incinerator bullets. Dang, dang you Gorman. Um, yeah. So that's the next, and oh, what I got? One, two, three. So the next one I'm gonna go. I nobody else is gonna have this. Is dread. Hmm. Dread in 3D is perfect. Fire. It's you see that movie in 3D. A and it's like yeah, is it? I don't know which one which one came first, the raid or dread, but dread with the 3D in <laughs> just I mean it's like when you see the big boss fly down like a thousand. Oh, no. Jeff, it's been about
0: like ten years. I mean, way to go with the ending right away. Yeah. Okay.
2: I'm giving you what I mean. There, if it's just you see some of the the imagery in that movie. You're just like, yes, yes, I'm there. F and A, F and yeah. So that is my list. All
3: right,
0: Chief, what you got?
3: All right, Unforgiven. Clint Eastwood giant with Gene Hackman. Morgan Freeman. Richard yep, Harris. And, and, and I, yep, yes, yes. I couldn't think of anybody's name. I don't know why. I've been forgetful lately. But yeah. Actually, the movie, the ending was even more spectacular. <laughs> um, One of the
2: best
0: movie endings ever. Then we need to make that a, a a deal we do soon.
3: The first Matrix.
0: Yeah. All
3: right. I'm going to jump out of here just a little because I've, I've, I wrote down because I didn't want to match up with anybody, so I wrote down like ten lists, ten things, just in case oh, wow. so I could, okay. you know, depending on who went, who who went before me, I could kind of, you know what I mean, not pick yeah. the same one as they did. Um, this one's a little different, but for its time, movie was perfect, and that was the last dragon. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you what, man. You know, it was, it's that 80s type movie. Perfect. You know what I mean? Just perfect. It was one of those movies that, you know, anytime it's playing, if you, you know, if you do something and it comes on TV, you sit down, and you start watching it. You're like, oh shit, The Last Dragon. And the next thing you know, you, you're off from watching it. Uh, I love this movie. I thought it was pretty much put together because, I mean, I, I I laughed pretty much all throughout this movie, um, was The Wedding Ringer. <laughs> Had me crying, man. Uh, the dance scene at the mm-hmm. wedding. <laughs> uh, just the, the movie was just hilarious, man. Uh, you know, um, let's turn to, now, I've got a couple I can, shit, I've got a whole list here I can look after. Um, you know which movie I've really enjoyed? I'm, uh, you know, I'm going to pick it out this list, which movie i really enjoy is The Reaping.
0: What's that one about?
3: Uh, Hillary Swank movie. So, it's about, uh this small town and this small town starts having uh you know the plague sent by god uh uh-huh. you know the water turns to blood the uh locusts, the uh you know the frogs whatever the whatever the, yeah. Bible, the biblical they saying they're like well we can't figure this out so we'll hire this uh this lady who basically debunks uh, uh, spiritual happenings like anything that happens in the world, and people are like, Oh my god, it's a miracle! She'll go there to debunk it. And uh, she used to be a uh, like um, a priest I want to say priest, but it's not the right word for it, but like a, a minister.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: And um, some, some things happened to her family, and she lost her faith, or whatever. So okay. now instead of trying to go in and, you know, be like, oh, yes, she, she'll go in to stop. She'll go in to prove these things wrong, that there is no God. All right. So, um, so she heads to the town where, you know, they're having these problems. The animals are getting sick. Uh, the Like, dude has a, a field of cows, and they all die. And so she's trying to figure out what is causing – each of these biblical things that happen, the lice, so on and so forth, the cows, the river, the locusts. and she finds that at the heart of everything is this little girl. And it seems like maybe perhaps the little girl is Satan, you know, putting uh, all these things on the town people. Mm
2: Mm-hmm
3: nobody's ever seen it i
0: haven't but that doesn't necessarily mean anything how long ago oh, did this come okay.
3: out okay so ah, uh, this is reba has been out since like oh seven or better this is in fact adris elba is in it and he's this is one of his earliest uh acting i think it might have been either before or around the wire like oh, wow. he's, 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 you know, he's a, he's a young actor in this joint. You know, he's not, you know, he, he's, he's no one in it. You know what I mean? He's not somebody yet. Gotcha. Um, and, uh, it's just a really good movie, man. It's just a really good, I mean, they couldn't have done that movie better to me. You know?
0: Oh, right. What else you got?
3: Oh, you want me to name a few more?
0: Was that your five?
3: I think that was my five, sir.
0: Okay. All right, J. King. Do you have five films Uh, that fit the bill?
1: Oh, yes, of course. Um, First one, I I love First Blood because, to me, that's (laughs) the grandfather of the modern action movie, right? The one-man band movie, right? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. At the end of the movie... We see what uh was what's my man's name? Colonel Jessup, what was his name? Was that it, Colonel Jessup? Uh, I'm blanking it was on Colonel. it.
0: Colonel. What yeah, Troutman?
1: Was I am too. Troutman. Troutman. Colonel Trout we see what Colonel Troutman was saying all along. Look, this ain't gonna be over until Johnny says it's over. And it wasn't over until Johnny said it was over, right? <laughs> it only took for Tra- it took for Troutman to end it from ending Brian Dennehy, God rest Brian Dennehy, who recently passed, from ending his character's life in that movie. And we see Johnny Rambo getting escorted out in cuffs, man, with, it's a long, hard role playing. And it was no happy ending. You know, if Johnny Rambo would have rolled off into the sunset as just the, the the stranger without a name that came into town and and did all this damage amongst the this podunk uh podunk, uh Washington State Towns uh police force, you'd have been like, Really? He made it out? It was perfect. <laughs> he he got escorted out in cuffs, and the only person that could save him from himself was his old commander. It it was a perfect action movie, it was a perfect ending for me. Um number two is the Warriors, because the Warriors was just something different. It was something special, man. It, it, <laughs> It, 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 it's those. It's one of those late night cinema, man. Oh shit, the Warriors are on. I have to watch it. I don't care that it's it's coming on at one fifteen in the morning, and I have a meeting. at I got a I got a call in meeting at eight fifteen. I guess I just I'm be up till three <laughs> o'clock. Yeah, pretty much. I'm gonna be up until three watching the Warriors. Right? Um, oh, but I have a
0: question for you on
1: that one. What's up uh, with the
0: Warriors just leaving their boys? Like, oh shoot, he got killed. Let's keep it moving on this train, dude.
1: Hey, look at hey, Jeff. Hey, Jeff. I'm gonna tell you something. I I, I felt the same way until I realized a a, a, a a key piece in that they had every gang in New York City trying to kill them. <laughs> hey, you are collateral damage right now. Only the strong survive. <laughs> hey, you see how your man went out for a piece of uh, undercover right. uh, booty in the park? <laughs> hey, dude, you got it, you got it, man. We're keeping <laughs> it pushing, you know. That it's what it is. The the justice, the sweet justice, was the riffs mounting up, and nobody saw. That was the other part of it that I loved. Nobody saw a hundred man gang coming up on the Coney Island beach. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody saw these guys on approach, huh? A hundred brothers coming up dressed in black. Yeah, nah. Okay, I, I love that because it was just so it, it was so surreal and random because you thought they were gonna actually get into the battle royale with the uh, Final Boss Gang, whatever their names were. (laughs) Yeah. And and hearing your man say, no, it was the Warriors. No, it wasn't. It was you. Shut up. You're going to die now. I love that part. I love that part. Because that guy was a turd. That guy was a turd from inception, man. He was terrible. Um, (laughs) uh, Number three is The Departed. Because the departed ending, man, when everybody was taking headshots in that
3: uh,
1: abandoned building. Hey, dude, ABG, Anthony Anderson, <laughs> Leo, everybody. the main actor through the whole joint. Cut, right. <laughs> uh, I was like, whoa. <laughs> whoa. Whoa. Hey, Ma- hey Martin uh, Sheen, I kind of saw that coming. Because yeah, that guy that, always He's always the only one to it, do. That guy always eats it right but everybody else eating it was kind of a shocker to me especially yeah. you know to see marky mark coming in with the hospital booties on his feet <laughs> and, and sitting there in, in, uh in in uh matt damon's apartment waiting on him to come in and matt damon knows that he's like i i, I know i, I, I know yeah, just do what you um, came
0: here to do player
1: yeah thump. goodbye and to see the rat come across the balcony, yeah. oh, man, that was beautiful. That was beautiful. Uh, number four, Um, I, I wanted to – number four and five are difficult for me because it's the last of the heat, man. I really want to uh, – because it's sports season and we're missing all our sports, man, screw it. I'm going to give it to these two sports movies, man. Screw it. Screw it. Uh, Number, one, number four, The Sandlot. Because that was perfect baseball nostalgia mm-hmm. for all those, old, you know, and that, that, you know, these kind of movies resonate for guys that were born in the 50s, 40s, 50s, you know, 40s, 50s to early 60s when baseball was still America's number one sport, right? Mm-hmm. It, 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 they hold baseball so near and dear. There hasn't been the amount of football or basketball movies that mean as much, I'd say, as four baseball movies. Um number one, of course, Field of Dreams. Number two, the natural, number three, major league, number four, eight men out. And hell, you can even put you can put Bull Dorm in there. Bull Dorm is definitely on that on that list, as well as Eight Men Out. So that's six. Football has not had that movie. Basketball has not had that movie. You could say the fish would save Pittsburgh, but who cares? Nobody given Given really Sunday? Yeah, any given Sunday doesn't hold the same. You know why? Because any given Sunday was so salacious, whereas these movies held <laughs> oh, up. You. To, okay. Okay. okay, you know what, what I mean? What about Brian's song? Brian's song, okay, but. Here's the thing about Brian's song. it focused on the relationship <laughs> of these two players, you know, these two guys, right? Uh-huh. Not the sanctity of football. Whereas, yeah, Field of Dreams was all about the sanctity of baseball. Mm-hmm. Bull Durham was about, you know, what, what teammates go through. Major League Major League was about... Uh, think about it, man. Major League was the bottom-of-the-barrel team coming through great circumstances. This was a team put together... Within two weeks, and they ended up winning a pennant. You know what I mean? It, it's the sanctity of everything that's true to what baseball supposed to mean. Sandlot, same thing. Just kids playing baseball, man. When they beat those 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 uh, 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 little like these kids would have been considered today's AAU ball player kids, the ones with uniforms that played on a real diamond versus versus uh, uh, let's say some playground kids, which is what the sandlot kids were, and they beat the hell out of them. It would be the same thing. Like we're we're just scrappy and and we play for each other. Football and basketball hasn't had those movies. We they they haven't had. Remember the Titans. Remember the. I'm sorry. Remember the Titans. You're right. You're right. You remember the Titans. I forget about that one. Um, but that's one of you know compared to baseball. I was just saying. Yeah. Half dozen. You know. Um, Sandlot because it ended so great, man. Um. Mm -hmm. You got to see how everybody's story kind of how it ended, and how the boys went from from boys into their lives, and 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 at the end, it's cheesy, yes, but at the same time, don't isn't that what you wanted out of this? Yes, you wanted that. I did. You didn't want to know that Benny Ro Benny the Jet Rodriguez was. Some Daryl Strawberry type figure that pisses <laughs> his talent away on cocaine.
2: You know? i terrible.
1: Been,
2: at the end of the movie, yeah, it's this great excitement. Like, yeah, I really wish you had just, just
1: <laughs> stayed off. <the laughs> just yeah. off. Yeah, yeah, well, then the end of the movie on a, how do I. Right. Yeah, no, you don't want that, man. You didn't want that. You wanted the cheesy ending. You wanted that. <laughs> And number five, I I gotta give it to. I wanted to say the natural, but the natural was so cheese and 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 perfect. It was perfect cheese. I don't want perfect cheese. I want a good amount of cheese. Uh, 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 Sandlot was perfect cheese when Benny steals home base at like (laughs) forty. Well, look, the fastest player in Major League Baseball right now in his early 20s couldn't steal home base with the way these pitches are throwing in the plate. It's not happening. The 40-year-old man slides in a steal home plate at a meaningful game. It it was perfect cheese. He gives a thumbs-up to his boy, his lifelong friend in, in, in the booth. Perfect cheese, right? Major League is perfect cheese because there was drama. There was a moment you thought they couldn't win. But you knew they were gonna win. What sells it for me is when they're celebrating. Man, everybody's going through it after all they've been through. And uh, Corbin Burnson's character—I can't think of his uh, Vaughn, not Vaughn. No, that was uh, that was, uh, was uh, uh, Sh- Charlie Sheen's character. What was Corbin Burns' character's name, man? I, I can't remember. He was a rich guy. Ricky Vaughn got mm-hmm. caught sleeping with his wife. Her-
0: I'm going to the Google uh, machine. Roger Dern. Roger Dorn. Roger
1: Dern. Dorn. 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 Dorn finds out that 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 wild thing slept with his wife, and when he goes up to him at home plate after he knows it and everybody knows it, especially Dorn. I mean, especially uh Vaughn. And he says, "Strike this motherfucker out." You know, it was like, "Yeah, this is the moment." You know, and it happens and they celebrate the cheesy music, the – the the, the uh, what's my man's name? Randy Newman song starts playing. You know, uh, Tom Berenger goes and kisses Rene Russo, and everybody's celebrating. Serrano uh, pulls uh, Joe Boo out of his jock strap and starts dancing. I don't know what he does. But <laughs> when, when Dorn punches Vaughn in the mouth, and he picks him up, and they start hugging him. He knew exactly what that was about, but we're boys, man. We're teammates. You know, they're, they're, they're celebrate. This is a this is a, a once in a lifetime thing, man. This is a great thing that happened, man. We, did we beat it. the Yankees. That was you can sleep, with you. you yeah. can sleep with my wife anytime. Yeah, perfect. Team. Plenty of other movies, but for for the sake of no sports, this is what we got. All
0: right, All right. um, this is my time now. Yeah. All right. Since since Jace took Aliens, I'm going to go switch off to another one. I'm going to go with Boomerang. That to me is the quintessential black movie. Black people are doing well. And it's very little worrying about white people. It's just we're doing our thing. We're successful. Uh, multi-millionaire companies. We're just doing a thing. Three buddies, relationships, crazy parents. I mean, it's just a little bit of everything in there. And the cast is crazy. It's so good. I mean, it's really a toss-up with this one and Coming to America for me. Um, it really is a toss-up. So I just I wrote down Boomerang first. That, that's basically it. Um, next up, The Hangover. I don't have another movie that's, that's funnier on every level than The Hangover in my collection. That film is just hilarious from basically from the time they decide we're about to do this thing in Vegas to the ending with the post-credits photos. That, that's one of the few movies where I'm still laughing at the end credits because it's just so crazy. I mean, all these guys, when they started on that, were basically unknowns, and they're all big stars now. But that film was a perfect combination of, of characters and ridiculous antics and everybody that's been to Vegas can kind of relate to just going off one nut time and not remember what happened the next day. So that's why The Hangover is on there for me. Um, in 1993, Jason Goes to Hell came out and this is clearly not on my list. And it's a terrible movie. One of the worst Friday the 13th installments. There is one saving bit of redemption in that film. And it's the last scene where Jason's uh, hockey mask is over his gravesite, And then all of a sudden, a claw comes and takes it. And it's Freddy Krueger's claw. And it's like, oh my gosh, are we really going to get a horror movie crossover? And we actually get the horror movie crossover with Freddy versus Jason. It took way too long to get there. But when we got it, That film delivered the best of Freddy, the best of Jason, in a way that fans of both films or both franchises were feeling really happy and excited about the end result. So that one's just, yeah, I think that's one of my favorite horror movies.
1: Wait, Jeff, was that the one with Kelly Rowland?
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. Yes, sir, it was.
1: To quote Jay Sherman, it stinks.
0: Hey, man, for me, that movie works. You can like it or not. I'm all good with it. But for me, that's my horror movie. Um, Next up, Boz Lorman's Romeo vs. Juliet. I've watched that old school version, like I guess a lot of y'all did in high school, where we were sitting there watching this old school traditional take on it. It's like, eh, it's cool, it's good. But man, the Boz Lorman version is so energetic, lively. It's got a great soundtrack. Leonardo, Young Leo does his thing Claire Danes is right there with him Harold Perrineau uh, John Leguizamo the rest of the cast crazy um the colors explode it's just a, a modern take on a Shakespearean classic that really works they don't change any of the dialogue but they still set it in modern times and against all logic it works and that final scene is like Oh, no, 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 no. I mean, you know what's going to happen, but it still kind of gets me. It's like, oh, man, they're so close. And last but not least, on my list of perfect films, I tried to limit myself to one comic book film. So that meant deciding between Dark Knight, Endgame, uh, Iron Man, Winter Soldier, and the film I decided to go with, Avengers Infinity War. And it's only because basically everybody's in this film Black Panther. Uh, Spider-Man, Iron Man, Cap, Thor. We get that big moment when Thor arrives, and it's just like, oh, shoot, it's on. And it's got a great mix of action, humor, serious drama, and that end scene is still one of the absolute best because you just don't expect that to happen for the good guys to lose in such dramatic way. And it really gets you hyped up. And the same way that Empire Strikes Back did for me, where it was like, oh man, I can't wait for the next movie. That's how that one was for me. So, fellas, thanks for indulging in that five perfect films list. Now is that magical time where we talk about some people who are not so perfect. What are your nominees for Dummies of the Week? Jake, you want to go
2: first? Um, I, I actually don't want to go first. I, I don't think I have a Dummy of the Week so far. What? Yeah. I think I've been I've, been, I've been wow. staying pretty dummy free.
0: Okay. Damn, son. Right. Chief, yeah. you got one?
3: Uh, I think it's more along the lines. Uh, everybody protesting that their freedom is being taken away by the social distancing. And uh, so what do they do? They go and rally everyone together. I've seen a dude, I've seen a video of a dude who said, man, I got pre-existing conditions, but I came out here anyway just to show that I'm able to come outside. It's my right. And I'm thinking to myself, man, I sure hope you die. I like, like, like I'm so sick of people with the with the stupidness, man. I mean, we just if, if if this does nothing, but just thin the herd, man, thin the herd of stupid people, man. Listen, we're not doing it. Social distancing isn't, and the shutting down of all these things, isn't just for yourself. You 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 know what I mean, you selfish pricks. It's for people who are around you too, who don't want to die. Your grandmother, your your grandparents, your your anybody in your in your household who's sick. And then like you can go outside. They're just saying, hey, if you go outside, stay the hell away from each other. We're not somebody's telling you you can't go outside. They're just saying, Hey, listen, we're trying to keep everybody from dying out here. How do you argue that?
0: Well, fellas. Thank y'all for rolling, as always. Thank y'all out there for listening. Uh, if you got any nominees for your top five perfect films, hit me up on Lyle's Movie Files at gmail.com. But for now, we're going to wrap this bad boy up. Thank y'all for listening. This episode of Lyle's Movie Files has been filed.